Hallelujah. Now we are going to have the prayer of faith. Do you need prayer? Do you need a miracle from God? The Bible says in the book of James chapter 5, the Bible says, Is anyone among you in trouble? Is anyone, any of you among you suffering? The Bible says, The prayer offered with faith will make the sick person well, and the Lord will raise them up. Please close your eyes right now. I invite you, close your eyes and pray using your faith. Because everything is possible for our God. Father, I do pray for all my brothers and sisters that are listening to me. Whatever my voice is going, Father, I ask you, may your glory can touch all of them. Those who are sick, suffering, in trouble. Father, I pray for deliverance. Release right now your power. The power of the Holy Spirit upon their lives. Bringing healing, transformation, and your power over my brothers and sisters' life. In Jesus' name we pray. We declare healing upon your life. Father, those who are in hospitals, those who are suffering, Father, people from our family, relatives, friends, we pray, Father, release your power of healing upon their lives. Those who are suffering right now, pain, get out of my brother and sister's life. In Jesus' name we pray. And, and we declare, Father, your blessing upon all of them. Those who are in need, Father, of some things, some documents. Those who are asking you for a miracle for their family. I pray, Father, touch them right now. Perform a miracle in their lives. In Jesus' name we pray and we declare this miracle over my brothers and sisters' life. In Jesus' name receive this blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we give you all the glory, Jesus, for all the miracles that you have performed in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And everybody say Amen. Hallelujah. Welcome to our online service. Uh, we are going to have today the second message of our annual 21-day fasting. This is a series of messages message about fasting. But this preaching, I know... Is not so popular nowadays because in this culture of entertainment and pleasure, words like fasting, sacrifice have been lost in the body of Christ. Last, e last week we learned from the book of Mark 
9.29, that Jesus said, there are some circumstances that cannot be changed, except by fasting and prayer and praying. And this is what we, we have to do these days, what we are doing, fasting and praying. And we as the Church of Christ, we are living a very hard time in this pandemic. And we need to fast and pray more than ever. And there are some situations we all face that seem impossible to solve. You know, maybe you have some. And also there are some family members, friends, and people we work with. People that we meet every day who are lost. And they are on their way to hell. And we, the only thing that's going to get them out of the darkness, my brothers, into the Father's house, is our decision to fast, to pray, and to preach the gospel to them. And when nothing else works, Jesus said, fasting and prayer is the only solution. Hallelujah. Yeah. Fasting and prayer. This is so powerful. I have fasted many times in my life. I learned this principle 30, more than 30 years ago. And this is a routine in my life. And I am here to challenge you. Because your life, your ministry, your family, they are going to be transformed by the power of fasting. And my brothers and sisters, there are some situations in your life in your family, in your health, in your finances, in your marriage, and also in your spiritual life, that according to the Bible, are being held by an evil spirit, which you only losing and release its grip from the people you love with fasting and praying. Yes, we need to build up the habit of fasting and praying in our Christian life. For many of us, the area of fasting is like a bad word. <laughs> when you listen this word, fasting, what brings to you? Sometimes when we listen, it brings chills inside of your bones. It's like you are going to be tortured and afflicted. <laughs> when actually, fasting should be a natural practice. Like praying or giving or reading Bible. Yes, fasting should be a normal thing. In, in the life of a Christian, but unfortunate is not. 
Of course, food is designed by God. Food is good. Amen? Do you agree? Food is good. Food is for strength. Food is for satisfaction. And food is a good thing. Food also is a gift from God. But I do believe that as Christians, we must understand that there are people in the Bible who lost their blessing over food. Like Esau, for example. And also Adam and Eve. They lost their blessing, what God had for them because of food. Jesus also was tempted with it, about food. And it is something that we as a Christians need to learn, to manage in our life. And we as a Christian need to develop this habit of fasting. Because some Christians only fast when they face it with a problem. I know many people, they just go for fasting and for prayer when they are in the middle of troubles. But we need to live a lifestyle of fasting. We as Christians have a lifestyle of tithing or giving our tithes and offering. And also we as a Christian have the lifestyle of reading the Bible. And I believe that fasting should be a routine practice too. Just like tithing. Just like reading the Bible. If you don't tithe once a year... If you don't read your Bible once a year as a follower of Christ, then you have to do the same. I give my tithes every week. I read my Bible always. Then this should be the same. The same has to happen in the area of fasting. When you develop a routine of fasting, you grow spiritually. We start every year with 21 days fasting in our church here in Monaghan, at Shalom Church. But we should do it not once a year, we need it and we, and we need and you have to develop a routine with fasting. Because fasting is hungering for God. When you fast, you are saying something to God. I said last time. When you fast, you are saying, God, I need you. Food can wait, but I need you. I am thirsty for you. I am hungry for you, Father. I want to read the book of Psalms 63. Psalms 63. 
verse 1. I love this verse. The Psalm of David. When he was in the wilderness, <laughs> he said, Oh God, you are my God. Early I will seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirst land where there is no water. Hallelujah. How is your thirst and hunger for God? Are you thirst for more of God? Are you hunger for Him? Many people are in church for years, but now there is no more hunger for God. And sometimes the, the least likely people, the least, the, the small one, are the most hungry for God. Because hunger can do for you what talent and gifting cannot do for you. This is so important to be hunger for God. And the only thing that will move you out of your comfort zone is your hunger for God. And hunger will drive you and push you to have a new life in God's presence. And remember, fasting is hungering for God. It's the hunger that you have for God that you move you towards the direction and the purpose and the miracles that God has for you. And there are some things that God you do for His people only when they hunger for Him because fasting is hungering for God. When you begin to hunger for God, suddenly you move out of your comfort zone, out of depression, out of self-pity, and out of your carnality also. Hunger for God changes our attitudes and Open our eyes to bigger things. This hunger drives you to a point of spiritual desperation. That you are going to say to God. I'm not going to have another year like I did in 2020. I cannot sit in this addiction for another year. I refuse to live like this again. And for better and worse, hunger will always drive you to take desperate measures. Yes, hunger can bless you or destroy you. I'm going to repeat again. Hunger can bless you but also can destroy you. There is an example in the Bible, in Genesis 25, about Esau 
and Jacob. You know this story. I'm not going to read all this story. Esau came home from hunting trip. And the Bible said he was so hungry that his brother Jacob came out and said to him, I offer you a bowl of lentils, a bowl of soup. If you give me your birthright. And I want to read just the Genesis 25. Just for us to. Genesis 25. Sorry. Twenty-five, thirty-one, thirty-one, and thirty-two. That says, "But Jacob said, 'Sell me your birthright, as of this day.'" Thirty-two. And Esau said, "Look, I am about to die, or I'm starving. So, what is this birthright to me?" We can see that the uh, Jacob, or in the moment of weakness, he did not think of God. He tried to use carnal things to satisfy his hunger for God. He exchanged spiritual things for food. Yes, because his birthright, it was all the blessings that God had for his life. And this is why fasting is so important. This word today is for you that are listening to me. And this word is so important. You need to get this word and say, I'm going, I'm going to fast. Because God says there are things that you never reach until you hunger for God and you fast. Yes, the Bible said that Esau lost his birth, birthright because he fed that real hunger with silly things instead of spiritual food from God. And now I want to read another verse in the book of Leviticus. Leviticus 16, 29. Leviticus 16, verse 29 until 31. And for, uh, before I read, what we are going to read now, this is a holiday that God instituted for Israel as Yom Kippur. Maybe you have listened this word, Yom Kippur, a day of atonement. The Jewish traditionally observe this holy day with a long fast and intensive prayer. Let's read now. Verse 29. This shall be a statute forever for you. See, statute forever for you. In the seventh month, 
and the tenth day of the month you shall you shall afflict your souls. Pay attention, you shall afflict your souls and do not work at all. Whether a native of your own native of your own country or a strange who dwells among you. Verse 30. On that day the priest shall make atonement for you to cleanse you, that you may be clean from all your sins before the Lord. And 31. It is a Sabbath, a solemn rest for you, and you shall you shall afflict your soul. It is a statute forever. God said for twice in this three verse, you shall afflict your soul. There are some different versions, Bible versions. Some version says, you must fast. Another version says, you must not eat. And another version says, you must deny yourself. But as a Bible student, as, and every, also every theologian in the world will agree that this means to fast. And also, this is what the Jewish people actually do. They fast. And the Bible says for us to afflict our soul. And afflict your soul doesn't mean that you go and beat yourself or hurt yourself. This means to afflict your soul. This means you just fast. You just go fasting. And the Bible says it is a statute forever. Something that God still envisions for us today. It's not just for the Old Testament. It's for us today. To afflict your soul. It is one interesting term. Because God presents fasting. As a pain on the soul. This is interesting. Yeah? If you ever have fasted, you understand that is one affliction to your soul. Because during fasting, you get moody, you get cranky. During fasting, you can even feel depressed. Why? Because your soul has been afflicted. When you are fasting, it's not your body that has been afflicted. But actually, your soul that feels the most. The worldly people, people who don't know Christ, they live a fle fleshly life. Or they live in their flesh. It means their body rule their decision. Or their flesh control their decisions. 
But unfortunately, a lot of Christians and religious people, they are soulish people. What does it mean to be a soulish person? A soulish person, my brother, is, a, is, a, is the person, is the one who is stubborn. Stubborn means their will is not broken. Their emotions are easily offended. Do you know people like that? Because their emotions are not submitted to God. And their ideas are always confused. A soulish person is someone who is stubborn, emotional, always confused, easily offended, and the people he is always fighting with others. Do you know people like that? Yes, I know, unfortunately. Do you know why this kind of people have difficulty in relationship with people? Why certain people don't talk to others? They don't talk. Why this kind of people keep fighting with others and cannot fix broken relationship? Why? Because their flesh is so strong and alive and only fasting will kill and destroy their flesh and their old self. This is the point. What fasting does? Fasting does what he does is, what fasting does is the soul goes through a breaking and sanctification period as your mind loses itself. Your emotions rage, rage and you gradually move from a soulish person to a spiritual person because your spirit gets quickened and awakened. Hallelujah. And God wants you to be a spiritual person. Yes, a spiritual person is someone that have their soul under control and who lets their spirit lead their soul. Yes. Why do we need to fast? Why? Why do you need and do, why do I need to fast? Because you can be in danger of being one emotional holocauster, a stubborn person. And if you are stubborn, you can destroy your marriage. You can lose your job. And you can lose your friends also. If your ideas are always confused, you, miss, you will miss the good opportunities that God has for your life. Yes? Your soul needs to be sanctified. And one of the ways for that to happen is through fasting.
This is why you need to fast, I need to fast, and every, every one of us needs to fast. Fasting humbles our soul and teaches us self-control. I'm going to repeat that. Fasting humbles our soul and teaches self-control. Then, when you fast, you are going to have self-control. Through fasting, your soul is afflicted for a little period of time. Your body goes in silence and your spirit is strengthened. Your emotions get stabilized and you get submitted to the will of God. And your mind has a sense of clarity. And even your body, your physical body, benefits when you fast. There are people who get healed thanks to fasting. Did you know? Or they get changed by this discipline. And... There are several of scientific studies that shows and prove that fasting protects you from obesity and associates with chronic disease, reduce inflammation, improve overall fitness, decrease the risks of a metabolic disease, and improve both brain function and brain structure. This is proved by science, my brothers. Fasting is something good for your health, for your body. If you fast, your body is going to work well. Yes, this is the reason the Bible, God taught us to fast. But nowadays... Many people don't fast anymore. The church are not fasting. What is fasting? Fasting is abstaining from food for a spiritual reason. I told you that it's good for our body. But when we are fasting, we, we are fasting for a spiritual reason. Fast is not starvation. Starvation is when you don't have to eat, things to eat, because you don't have food. You don't eat because you don't have food. But fasting is your choice. You choose to fast. Because you are hungry for God and say, God, I'm going to fast. Also, fasting is not a diet. <laughs> Many people say, I'm going to fast because I need to lo lose weight. No. Fasting is not a diet. Dieting is obtaining from food with the purpose of losing weight. This is diet. Or getting better health. But fasting has a spiritual purpose behind it. And there are many different kinds of fastings. And the two major ways that we can fast are... This one that we are fasting now, because we are challenging, challenging everyone 
to to skip some meals or to fast some days of the week not eating just drinking water and this is the common and it's when you just drink water and don't don't eat any food for certain hours some, sometimes from sunrise to sundown and you go for a few days drinking just only water i have done that many times many days weeks drinking just water and the second is is called daniel fasting when you choose not to eat any pleasant food or food that you really like like meats sweets coffee soft drinks and you only eat vegetables fruits and water either way if the lord puts into your heart to fast this year do it please for spiritual reason and also i want to finish reading this verse romans 12 1 and 2 this is a very well-known verse romans 12 verse 1 and 2 therefore i urge you brethren by the mercies of god that you present your body as a living sacrifice holy acceptable to god which is your reasonable reasonable service and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that god what, what that good and acceptable and perfect will of god amen and the bible here paul the apostle he pleaded and urged us by the mercies of God for us to present our body to God as a living sacrifice. This is why this word of today, today's message is the living sacrifice. And Paul said for, for me and for you to present your body before the lord as a living sacrifice and the foundation of fasting is the revelation that you are accepted by god and your righteousness in jesus is secure and you and i are not fasting to get right or we are not fasting to win God's love. We, I'm not fasting to be loved by God. Fasting is a response to a revelation of who you are in God. If you fast without this foundation, who you are in God. If you fast without this revelation, 
that that who you are you are fasting in the wrong way and sorry is not right why because fasting i have told you in the last word never manipulates god it is important when you go to a fast then you you never earn blessing and favor of god by work it's by grace of god it's by the blood of jesus that releases those blessings then fasting does not manipulate god fasting doesn't make god to do something that it's not his will or what fasting does in our life fasting gets you read for god's answer fasting humbles your soul and prepare your heart to say not my will father but your will be done then fasting is offering our body as a living sacrifice yes you are called to offer your body as a living sacrifice and one of the best ways you can offer your body as a living sacrifice this year is through one extended period of fasting a living sacrifice you know what means a living sacrifice it doesn't mean that um, uh, you you are gonna die or a sac a living sacrifice a sacrifice it's a sacrifice that doesn't die but keep on living in the old testament they would kill animals to offer as sacrifice to god i think you remember but in the new testament the way we offer our body is not by killing it is <laughs> or by discipline or it's by discipline our body and putting our flesh to death you are not going to kill but you are going to bring your body to the obedience amen and the bible says that this is a holy sacrifice acceptable to god as a reasonable service or a proper worship hallelujah and i believe that if you have take the time to fast and to give your body to god as a response there will be a cleansing you will be more holy yes you will be not be you're not be conformed to this world you are not going to be like this world you will have a renewing of your mind because instead of eating food you get filled up from god's word hallelujah and also thanks to the fasting of food and also praying and spending time with god 
your mind will be renewed and you will be transformed. Hallelujah. And you will know God's will. What does God want you to do? What's the next step to take? You will have one experience with God's will for your life. God is waiting for your body as a living sacrifice. And when you are fasting, you are saying, God, not my will, but your will be done in my life. I challenge you, my beloved brother and sister, offer your body as a living sacrifice. If you didn't start yet this fasting, you can start from next week. There is no problem. You can have your 21 days from next week. But you need to enter in these 21 days because God's going to open the floodgates of heaven over your life. And remember, there are some things that will never happen until you fast. Let's pray. Beloved Father, we worship you, we adore you for your word. Thank you for this time and the privilege of sharing your word, Father. I do pray for all my brothers and sisters today. I ask you for your blessing upon their lives. I pray, Father, strengthen their lives. Help them to fight and to offer their lives as a living sacrifice to you, Father, in this 21-day fasting. I bless all my brothers and sisters, and I declare days of miracles in their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name I bless you. Amen and amen. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. And may the Lord make his face shine upon you. God bless you. See you next week.